So this afternoon we'll continue the practice of equanimity or upekka. It's just reflecting that this is actually in some ways one of the most profound and perhaps difficult of the Brahma-viharas to fully develop. And it's in many of the Buddha's lists, and it's nearly always towards the end, or certainly um, at a place in which the mind is really turning to deep insight. It's the end of, at the end of the list that Bonnie talked about last night, the seven factors of awakening. So really there is this pivotal point of the mind uh, turning to awakening. It's at the end of this list of the Brahma-viharas. And rightly so, because it really challenges us this, to develop this mind, this heart that's in balance and uh, accepting. But at the same time, it could be the easiest quality to develop because it doesn't require that anything shifts. We don't have to have a special emotion. We don't have to you know, feel compassionate or be happy. We just have to accept what is. And so it just kind of occurred to me that it, both are true, that yes, it's challenging and powerful to develop this capacity to include everything and find balance of mind and heart around that. But it's also available in a moment as we truly turn our hearts and minds to what is and say yes. Nothing changes except that willingness to say yes, this is how it is. So as we practice today, kind of holding both of those, that there is a way in which it's challenging to open to this practice, especially as a, as a Brahma-vihara, when the formal or the traditional phrase is something like, all beings, you, I, you know, your benefactor, your dearest friend, all beings are the owners of their karma or actions. Their happiness and unhappiness depends upon their actions, not upon my wishes for them. And of course, I'm sure that you all had, and probably some people asked yesterday, why the heck then did you tell us to spend this past three weeks wishing happiness and compassion and joy to these people if what truly matters is their actions? And the answer to that is because it's true that what truly matters is their actions, but it's also true, true that as we transform our hearts and minds and deepen the capacity to feel kindness, compassion, and joy, our world changes, and everyone we come in contact with feels that change. So it's not just kind of airy-fairy or for nothing, but both are true. So there's a traditional way of doing um, the equanimity, just as there is with the other practices. I think you uh, started yesterday with the neutral person. And then uh, I think Carol did some meta for self. And then it's traditional that you go on to the list, your friends, your buddies, your buds that you've been uh, 
practicing with benefactor, friend, difficult personal beings. But I wanted to include another aspect of the practice today um, and to reinforce that all of these practices aren't about us fixing someone else, have changing someone else's mind stream. I can remember when I first started practicing equanimity, especially intensively, doing it over many, many days, the way, you know, I didn't, I didn't think I was doing this, but then I realized I actually was, I was kind of wagging my finger and saying, you know, you are the owner of your karma, and if you could figure that out, you would, you know, have a better life, or you wouldn't cause so many problems. You know, basically, I was telling this other person that I was doing equanimity for that they needed to understand this. And what I realized, to my chagrin, my sort of humbleness, is, oh no, it's me who needs to understand this. I'm the one that needs to really honor this person's life and their choices and support them and love them, whatever relationship I have with them, but not try to control them in that way that's enmeshed and and kind of lecturing in that case. Um, So it is really about our heart and our understanding that we're working with. So we can do that with these categories of beings Um, And we'll do a little bit of that today. But I also want to include um, practicing with situations because often it's not just one individual, but it's it's an experience that's difficult for us. So that's where we'll begin today and then um, also bring in towards the end the benefactor and friend. So I'm I'm sure Carol introduced um, the various phrases, the possibilities. There's a list up on the board. I will often use the traditional phrase uh, in this practice of experience. It'll be more about finding balance and ease, but you're always welcome to shift and use the language um, that works for you. So again, inviting you to sit comfortably, um, come into a felt sense of the body, So we don't do this practice as a thinking exercise, even though we're using words and concepts, but really dropping your attention into your body, into the felt sense of the body, and relaxing as much as you can, using the breath to bring a sense of softness or ease, Perhaps a few deeper breaths to just kind of open up the chest and belly, to bring that sense of relaxation, letting go of contraction, seeing if your face can be a little soft. Often sort of have a sense of, okay, I'm about to, and we, you know, whether it's literally or metaphorically grit our teeth and kind of get ready to do something. This is just about being and observing with a slight inclining of the mind, gentle as possible. Having practiced together for all these weeks, hopefully by now there's a way that tuning into the felt sense can have a a sense of refuge. That here's something that I know this body, this breath, however it is right now, 
the mind that's knowing it can find some connection or ease in just the familiarity without needing anything to be different. It doesn't have to be a great deal of clarity or warmth or anything, but just this recognition, mind and body. And so right from there, there's a little sense of this balance that we're talking about with equanimity. Not pushing away anything, not trying to hold on to any particular aspect of experience. Just as the breath comes and goes, try to hold on to a breath for a while and see how far that gets you. It's painful, right? I mean, more than painful, it's life-threatening. So just as we let the breath come and go and find our balance in that movement, true is a stance of equanimity. Things come and go when we find our balance in the middle of that. Not rigid or static. It's not planting something and saying, this is it. Equanimity is life itself, responsive, flexible, meets experience. Now I'd invite you, again, if this feels right, if it doesn't, you can go back to the practice you did yesterday with the neutral person or yourself. But to bring to mind an experience that you've perhaps had recently that's a little bit challenging for you. And again, really the recommendation is just a little bit challenging. Where your heart contracted a little, there was some uncertainty, some wavering, perhaps a little bit of fear, anxiety. Just the something not really difficult, but just a, a movement of contraction around it. And not telling yourself a story about this experience, but just letting it resonate a little with you. Perhaps an interaction here on the retreat, something from home, work colleague that perhaps is a little difficult, really just letting the felt sense of that experience in the room, not the story around it, who's right or who's wrong, but just the impact of that. And then ask yourself, can I accept this? Can I accept that this is how it is right now with this situation? doesn't mean it's this way forever or all time, that it can't change. But that at the moment, this is how it is. Can I find ease and balance with this situation just as it is? So you breathe with the feelings. What feelings come up? Can I accept these feelings just as they are? Knowing them or naming them, if that's helpful. But again, it doesn't have to be perfectly clear. There can just be feelings. Can I find ease with this experience? Can I accept 
these emotions. So the practice is, again, not to tell yourself a story, not to figure out what you should do or shouldn't have done, but just to accept that this is how it is with this situation, this experience. Maybe there's another person involved, maybe it's a a larger setting. Can I find ease with these sensations, with this, these emotions? Can I accept that this is how it is right now in the outer world, in this outer aspect of this experience? So we just taste into the power of equanimity, meeting an experience, both inner and outer, and not having to fix it, change it, push it away, but just accept that this is how it is right now. Can I find ease, kindness and balance with these emotions? with this experience. So there may be images or memories that come up, allowing them to help you contact and feel into this experience, but not feeding the story. Not telling the tale of who did what to whom, when or where. Just that immediacy of the impact of this experience. And the invitation, can I find ease? Can I open to this with kindness and balance? So repeating that phrase, if that's helpful. Can I find ease? Can I open to this with balance of mind and heart? May I accept that things are as they are. Whatever works for you to just stay present with this experience, this situation in both the outer setting and the inner response. If emotions are present, 
being fully open to them, feeling them in the body, allowing them to be without getting entangled in them and the story of them. Can I find ease? Can I open to this with balance, acceptance? Things are as they are right now. Using your breath and your felt sense of the body to support that sense of openness and acceptance. This is how things are right now. Can I find ease and balance in accepting that? This outer situation and the inner response.
If this is helping you to find some balance around this situation, you could stay with that as the focus of your practice. Perhaps you might be interested to bring in another situation. Again, not something that's really difficult, causes a lot of stress, but just where you know there could be more equanimity, more acceptance. Or you could bring in who's traditionally next in this practice, which is the benefactor, this person you've chosen as your mentor, guide, inspirational figure. And in practicing with them, just recognizing that their life too has had its challenges, but that their happiness and unhappiness depends upon their actions and how they relate to their experience. So whether you use the traditional phrase, you are the owner of your karma or your actions, your happiness and unhappiness depends upon those actions, not upon my wishes for you. Or one of the simpler ones, May we accept that things are just as they are, or things are unfolding according to a lawful nature. All beings have their journey. I can care for you, but can't control your suffering, your happiness, your unhappiness. Whatever works for you to get in touch with this balanced heart that stays connected but that doesn't get overwhelmed by the ups and downs of someone else's life. So for the benefactor, imagining them, their name, saying their name, hearing their voice, and just offering these phrases of equanimity, of balance, recognizing it's your understanding that gets transformed, not necessarily theirs. I can care for you, but cannot control your happiness or unhappiness, whatever works for you.
And lastly, if you think it would be helpful to bring in the friend. It's usually someone that you know quite well, so you know the struggles, the ups and downs. You sincerely care for them. Dear friend, but the same truth holds for them that they are the owners of their karma. Their happiness and unhappiness depends upon your on their actions, not upon your wishes for them. May they open to their lives with equanimity and balance. May they be with things just as they are. I can care for you but cannot control your happiness or unhappiness. Things are unfolding according to a lawful nature. Whatever phrase works for you to invite this sense of acceptance, balance, and ease in the mind and the heart.
And for the last few minutes, perhaps letting go of any sense of doing, intentionality, phrases, back to where we started, breath, body, just sitting, simply knowing this moment, this breath. Is there balance in the heart and the mind, acceptance and ease? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.